0: By no means the scariest story ever, but it definitely unnerved me. Last night, I drove to work and a snowstorm started up shortly after I got there. I have an hour and a half commute until I figure out a better housing situation, and I get out of work late, so my parents let me use their hotel points to get a room for the night. When I got to the hotel to check in, there was a man in the lobby, but no one else was around besides the man at the desk. My room was on the first floor, and had a sliding glass door that opened out to the courtyard. All the first floors had the access to this courtyard too. I made sure that the door was locked and the shades were closed before I went to sleep. I woke up around 5am and went to open the curtains to see how much snow we got. When I looked outside the courtyard, there were a few footsteps that went across the courtyard right to the outside of my door. They stopped directly in front of the door handle. I then went back across the courtyard. My room was the only one that the footsteps led to, and even if someone was taking a stroll, there'd be no reason why someone would end up right outside my door. I didn't hear anything during the night or early in the morning. I got very paranoid about what could have happened because I am a woman who was staying alone. There was only one man in the lobby. I don't recall him seeing me going into my room, so I don't think he would have known which door was mine. I'm glad I made sure that the door is locked, and the shades were closed. So technically, this is a creepy encounter that under different circumstances probably could have gone very, very wrong. When I was 19, myself, my boyfriend, and my best friend traveled to see the boyfriend of my friend at his graduation from boot camp. We stayed in a relatively nice hotel but couldn't get adjoining rooms because we were stupid and booked the hotel when we got to our destination. My friend's room was on the first floor, mine and my boyfriend's was on the third. One of the nights, we were hanging out in my friend's room and I realized I needed something from my room. I headed out to the elevator and as I was waiting, a very large man, in weight and stature, appeared to also wait for the elevator. He had a grocery bag in each hand, As we stepped into the elevator and I was pressing the button, he said, Oh, third floor, me too. Actually, could you open my room for me when we get up there? My hands are full. Literally, as he said it, I was like, oh Jesus, this is how I die. And in a millisecond, was planning to book it back out of the elevator when we got upstairs. The guy was standing in front of the doors and I was afraid to try to push past him to get out but by the grace of the gods, my boyfriend came running down the hall and caught up to me as the elevator doors were shutting and popped in, telling me that he wanted to grab something from the room and figured he would go up with me. I stood behind him the whole ride up, and when we got off the elevator, the man with the bags never mentioned needing he needed help opening his door after that. We stayed in the hotel for a week, and I only saw that guy that one time, never saw him again. This happened about 12 years ago when I was 15 or 16. My parents and I took a trip from Pennsylvania to New York City to visit a foreign exchange student named F that we previously hosted. He was back in America working at a restaurant, and we wanted to spend the weekend with him, taking him out to some nice places. We got a nice upgraded hotel and had a luxury suite that had a bedroom where my parents would sleep and a big living room where me and F would sleep. The rooms connected, but they both had their own entrances to the hallway that faced the little nook. F had to work to midnight the night we got there, so my parents went to bed, and I stayed up to wait for him. Shortly after midnight, I hear a knock at the door to my parents' room. I assume F arrived, so I went to open the door for him before he woke up my parents. didn't check the peephole first. I opened the door to a large man, mid-thirties, holding a gas can. He seemed startled that I opened the door behind him, and went, uh, hi, I was wondering if you can give me some money for gas. I replied, oh, let me ask my parents. I close the door, go to the other room to wake up my mom, and she yells, sorry, we can't help you. She definitely has better sense than me because my dumbass doesn't realize it's the middle of the night and we're on the 10th floor of the hotel. He didn't say anything in response. I checked the peephole and he was already gone. F showed up about 30 minutes later and we had a great time the rest of the weekend, but I still wonder what this guy's real intentions were. What would have happened if one of my parents opened the door instead of me opening mine? In my early 20s, I waitressed, bartended at a hotel restaurant. Construction workers in town for work often stayed at the hotel and would come eat and drink at the restaurants. I meet a really tall, cute guy, not the creep, but unfortunately, a prick, and whenever he was in town, we would hang out and whatever. He lived two states over, but was in my area a lot. So one time, he was working a job and staying in a town to stay over. And i drive to meet him when i got to his hotel we went to the hotel bar and had a few drinks with some of the other construction guys that happened to be out there then went back to the room later we decided to order food from the bar the prick was on the shower when the bar called so i went and picked up our food when i got down the guys that we were drinking with earlier were still there and pretty sauce by this time The bartender was busy for a while, so I sat and played the digital slots. One of the construction guys, the creep, comes over and immediately starts hitting on me and trying to touch me and put his arms around me and crap, despite knowing full well I was there with someone else. He kept telling me his room number over and over. I had to directly, loudly tell him to get away from me multiple times. He finally did, only when others started noticing. In my flustered rage, I grabbed my food from the bartender and went back up to the room and told the prick all about it. He rolled his eyes and kind of shrugged it off. I was really put off by it all and felt very vulnerable. That's when I realized my phone was gone. Fuck, I left it at the bar on the slot machine. Prick and I went to the bar to look for it. The guys were gone, but the bartender told me the creep took my phone and assured me that he was going to return it to me. Great. Then I remembered that he had told me his room number. I told the prick this, and of course, he passively accused me of asking for it. I didn't care and marched to the creep's room. I knocked on the door and the prick, six foot seven by the way, stayed to the side out of view from the people to see what would happen. The creep way too enthusiastically swung the door open and grabbed my wrist and proceeded to pull me into the room. Thank God for the prick who stepped in behind me and yelled, hey, to the creep, who was half his size. I'll never forget the look on the creep's face. I yanked my arm away and yelled, give me my phone. The creep lied and lied and said he didn't have it and that the bartender was lying, blah, blah. The prick didn't do anything else at this point, so we just fucking left. I felt defeated and unsafe and annoyed I just wanted to leave, but I couldn't because I didn't have my fucking phone. I managed to sleep a little that night, but woke up at 4.30 when the prick left to go to work. I stayed in the hotel room till about 7am, just fuming, then decided to do something about it. I gathered my stuff and went and found a maintenance man who was working in the pool area. I contemplated telling him the whole story decided to just go with a damsel in distress to avoid more drama. I told him I was leaving and realized I locked my phone in my room and gave him the creep's room number. I knew that the creep would already be at his job site. I had the maintenance man call my cell phone from his. Sure enough, you could hear it faintly vibrating through the door. He took this as proof of it being my room and opened the door and let me in. I thanked him and he left. There it was, just sitting on the bathroom counter, my phone. I grabbed it and turned to leave but decided my petty ass wasn't done yet. I took the creep's toothbrush and ran it under the toilet rim and put it back in the same spot. Then I happily left, phone in hand, and stopped seeing the prick for good. I'm still smiling knowing that the creep had to notice that the phone was gone, but probably had no idea how I got it back or that he was brushing his teeth with the toilet. This happened February 14th, Valentine's Day. Me and my two friends decided that we would get a cheap hotel room and we would take some LSD to kick off the loneliest holiday ever. I've done it before, but was not in a good mindset to take it that night, so I settled for a bottle of wine. Anyway, we weren't familiar with the area of the hotel that we had booked the room at, but it was cheap and that's all that mattered to us. It was around three in the morning, and outside the door we hear someone stumbling around and bumping into the walls, but it was Valentine's Day anyway, so we brushed it off as a drunk couple going to get it on. The stumbling stopped outside of our door, and it just got silent. My friends are tripping out at this point, and I'm pretty drunk. We hear this woman start sobbing outside our door, and I'm assuming that she sat down with her back on our door because we heard her slide down the wall and collapse right on the other side of the door. The woman starts trying to speak to us through the cracks of the door, saying that she lost her dogs and was wondering if we could help her. It was 3am and we didn't know shit about the area, so common sense would say, don't respond. So we didn't. The woman proceeds to bang on the door, saying we stole her dogs and that she's gonna come in and fucking murder us, sluts. She's scratching and banging on the door for at least 10 minutes straight and then it just stopped. My friends are starting to have a bad trip because of her. But when she stopped, I tried to reassure them that she was gone, and that we could go back to having a good time. To prove it to my friends, I checked through the peephole to verify that this woman was indeed gone. The bitch was trying to stare right back at me through the other side of the peephole. I watched her as I stepped back and stood there, as still and solid as a literal concrete statue. She had her eye right up against the peephole, staring right into my eye. I doubt that she could see me through the peephole, but I was making dead eye contact with her. The woman proceeds to start screaming and throwing her body against the door, which thankfully woke up our neighbors and they called the front desk. The woman behind the front desk comes and tries to get this woman to leave. She left but was going down the walkway of the hotel, being loud and not leaving the property. Still crying out about her lost dogs in the hotel hallway at 3 a.m. The cops get called on this woman and she disappeared, but she never left the hotel. Cops were running around the halls trying to find her. The woman at the front desk asked me if I could give a better description or any information to the police. Me being an underage drunk girl, out of my mind, tried to decline. But the cops ended up at my doorway anyway, and I tried my best to act like an innocent, sober girl. They said they never saw her leave, and implied she was still inside. So they just told us to keep an eye out for her, and call the front desk if anything else happens. The police stayed posted outside the hotel for an extra 30 minutes, then left. Turns out this bitch was just on crack, but still, hearing this woman throw her body onto the door, saying that she would kill us, was traumatizing enough, We left early that morning and never went back. Thanks to this woman for killing my friend's trips and my drunkenness. Hi, my name is Taz. Nice to meet you. Disclaimer. I'm not a native English speaker, so if anything is a little off, it's because Google Translate has failed me. Trigger warning. If you're uncomfortable with mentions of nudity, nothing happens, it's just the nudity thing, then please stop listening. Your mental, emotional, and physical health comes first. I hope you enjoy. Have a great day. Do you know those silly school trips that last a few days? I used to go on as many of those as I could. I loved them. It was always fun to choose your roommates and decide who went on what bed. I would have been around 12 or 13 at the time of this story everyone else involved being around the same age. This school trip was meant to be like any other. It was for my English class, and it was about a certain author that we were studying. The day started out ordinary. We got off the coach and went to our designated rooms. In the room was a shower, toilet, and four bunk beds. One was closer to the door, and the second was parallel to the opposite side of the room. I was on the bottom bunk. My friend Rosa was on the top bunk of mine. My other friends, Ellie and Noel, were on the other bunk. Ellie was on the bottom, and Noel was on top. To get to our room, you had to go up two flights of stairs, and there was a little landing area with two more doors, one to the left and one straight forward. The one directly in front was ours. It's important to note that some of our friends were in the room to the left. We were allowed to go out in small groups in the village area, as long as we told the teacher. I remember my room, and the room right next to us went out to grab a few snacks and food, as we would not be having any meals until the next morning. As our room was bigger, we all went there and enjoyed the masterful feast. It must have been around 6pm, maybe a little later. Our school was very friendly, everyone knew pretty much everyone, so we would have to set a time that we could all go, talk, socialize, play snooker, watch The Love Island with subtitles, or generally chill out. Our teachers would join in as well. It was so fun. we usually go to our rooms around 10 or 11pm. That night we went up at 10. My roommates and I stayed up for a while, talking and sharing sweets around. The rooms next door didn't have a toilet and they were worried about what they would do. So we decided that instead of being smart and just giving them our room key and taking it back in the morning, that we would keep the door unlocked for them. I'm pretty sure I fell asleep at around midnight after everyone else had fallen asleep. I woke up a short time later completely half asleep. I'm a light sleeper, so when I heard the door click shut, I immediately woke up. I assumed it was one of the girls next door coming in to use the toilet, but it wasn't. I heard a low grunting, which confused me and my still sleepy brain to no end, but I concluded that it was one of the male teachers who just went to go check up on everyone. It's not that uncommon. What I didn't expect was the dude to come over and sit down on the edge of my bed as if he was getting ready to get in. He sat at the foot of my bed, and I guess he felt it because he stood up and put his hands on the end bars of the ladder on both bunks. I assumed trying to stay standing up. For some reason, I still thought it was a teacher, but I was starting to wake up a little bit more at this point, starting to take in the situation. I heard him say, this isn't my room. It's a room with girls in it. And I just replied, yes, it is. It wasn't a question and he didn't sound confused or embarrassed. He stated he was in a room full of young girls. He knew where he was. I'm pretty sure he purposely looked for a girl's room. He also didn't speak like a normal human being. Looking back, why on earth was I not freaked out? I have no idea. No, this was only our first night. A lot of crazy things happened on that trip, some of which will haunt me forever. Always lock your doors no matter what. Be smart. Be safe. And remember, if something happens to you, especially if someone does something to you, it's never your fault. You're not alone. Anyway, I heard a slight shuffling, and the door clicked shut again. That's when it clicked for me. There was an unknown man in our room. I talked to him. I bolted up into a sitting position and quietly slipped out of bed, grabbing our room key off the coat rack. Then I saw legs. I would have screamed if I wasn't so stunned, scared, and tired. I stumbled back into bed. That's when Rosa woke up. She was incredibly tired. I got up off my bed so she could see and just pointed at the legs. When she saw them, she went wide-eyed and looked like she was going to join me in panicking. We started whispering, trying to figure out what to do. Then Noelle woke up asking us to be quiet and that she was trying to sleep so rosa broke the news that we probably wouldn't be sleeping properly all night noelle didn't believe us at first so i tiptoed over to her and showed her the legs then it both hit us he was naked there was a nude unconscious for all we knew man in our room just in front of the door blocking the only way out so far it wasn't looking too great i went over to ellie and shook her awake she scared us half to death about how loud she sounded. We were terrified that this man who had came into our room with bad intentions was either pretending to be unconscious so that we would go near him or he had somehow managed to knock himself out. But if we went near him, he might awaken. I got Ellie to calm down and Rosa once again explained as I started to break down. The other girls close behind me in distress. We got out our phones and started calling every friend that was on the trip with us desperately hoping that they were awake so they could come and save us. But sometimes, you have to be your own hero. We were trying to stay calm and figure out a plan when Noelle was able to reach her dad on the phone. He gave us some advice about how to handle the situation, but ultimately told us to get out and find someone to help us. Remember, the man was in the entryway, blocking the door with his head. It felt like it was a trap, but we decided to just do it. If anything went wrong, we would hit him on the head with the door. Simple. Noel went first, followed by Ellie, and then me and Rosa. The door was only open a crack, so we had to move quickly and quietly, trying to fit through the crack as best as we could. Otherwise, we would run into the risk of hitting the man and waking him up. I'm fairly certain that Rosa hit him on the head just to spite him. I wish I had the confidence to do that went through both doors and out into the open space. At the left end of the area was one of the male teacher's rooms. I remember frantically knocking on his door, still being careful not to wake up the man or anyone else. But no teacher ever answered, so we just kind of stood there, in the middle of the open area, freaking out, crying ourselves a river. Looking back, I feel kind of stupid, but I can't change the past. Then, all of the teachers on the trip came out the corridor, talking quietly. Obviously, seeing us sobbing, seeing me and Noel collapse on the floor in a breakdown was not what they expected to see that night. Apparently, the man had been walking around most of the rooms, trying the door handles, knocking on the doors, just trying to get in. The male teacher had caught him and taken him downstairs. At that point, he had a bedrobe on. The teachers had gone to one of the rooms to figure out what they should do. Since we were underage and part of the school, we had to call the police. We had to stay up and wait for the police to arrive. We had to go to a separate area where the female teacher's rooms were and calm down over there. Can I just say that the woman that told us to be quiet because she and her husband wanted to spend some quality time together, and we were disturbing their peace. Screw you, we were traumatized 12 year olds. When the police arrived, they took the man downstairs, and we were asked some questions, and we asked questions in return. The police told us that the man didn't appear to be drunk or on drugs, and he had no reason to be there. They had no idea what his intentions were and what he was doing that night. He was kicked out of the hotel and was never allowed back there, but nevertheless, it was quite creepy, and I wish to never see him again.